Good evening, uh, brothers and sisters. Welcome once again to this online service. We're talking about a very uh, real problem that we are facing living on this earth. Our spirit can be defiled because of bitter roots, because of the influence of others speaking into our life so that defiles our spirit. And tonight, we want to look further that this world, the fact that we're living in this world, the philosophy of this world, the values of this world, the wisdom of this world, all this has been uh, indoctrinate our, our heart and our, our mind. So when we are influenced by this world, then when the word of God comes, we find that we will reject the word of God because we want to hold on to what we thought is practical, what we thought works for us. And also, tonight we, was, we want to see that in this world, there is still the evil one. And we've been talking a little about him recently because of his schemes in wanting to defile our spirit, in wanting to bring about division in our midst so that uh, we cannot fulfill what God wants. So tonight, let's look at uh, John 17. John 17, we want to talk about how Jesus prayed for us, how Jesus protect us, so that we will not fail. John 17, verse 11. I will remain in the world no longer, but they are still in the world. And I'm coming to you, Holy Father, Protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. So, Jesus is telling us, and we know, that we don't belong to this world. But we are left here in this world. So, Jesus prayed, that we will be protected by the power of His name. And we see that when we kept our spirit, when we are sanctified in our spirit, the result is oneness, unity, right? The name that you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. So can you see how consistent is the teaching of the Word of God? We've been talking about that. For a number of weeks now, how Satan want to come and bring division. And here again, Jesus is praying that we'll be protected in this world so that we may be one. That is the outcome. That is the power. When we live in unity to advance the kingdom of God. So in order for us to, our hearts to be protected, we got to know that we do not belong to this world. You know, a lot of Christians, we say, well, everyone is doing it. Yeah, I know. But we are not everyone. We don't belong to this world. We are not like them. It belongs to God. And the solution is not isolation either. Jesus put us in the world. 
so that we will know that we are here for a purpose. And let's get this in our mind that every one of us here, you are here in this world for a purpose and not just to live just like everyone else and that's it. Not knowing what you're here for. Look at verse 16 of John 17. He said, They are not of the world even as I am not of it. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. As you send me into the world, I have sent them into the world. For them I sanctify myself that they too may be truly sanctified. So Jesus is concerned about keeping our hearts pure, that we are sanctified so that we can serve out His purpose, God's purpose on this earth. And He said, we are not of the world just as He's not of the world and that, that He sent us into the world just as the Father sent Him into the world. So God's, the Father sent Jesus into this world to bring heaven's kingdom, the heavenly kingdom down to earth. to bring the kingdom of God here on earth. That's what Jesus came here for. That's the purpose of salvation, why we are saved. So that's, that's, that's what Jesus, when He come, His kingdom, He come again, His kingdom will be revealed in glory. So that is also our purpose. We are being sent into this world so that we may brought in the kingdom of God and we may appear with Him in glory when He comes again. So that's why it's important that we know we do not belong to this world and we are here for a purpose. And then the God of this world will want to influence us, influence our mind, influence our hearts so that we cannot receive the revelation of the Word of God. And some people, they don't understand the Word of God. Why? Because their heart is so filled with this Word, the philosophy of this Word. And then somehow their mind just reject the Word of God. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 4, the God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. It's not just those who do not believe in Jesus. There are a lot of believing unbelievers. That's why the word of God, the gospel, the light of the gospel cannot, cannot enter, cannot penetrate. And Jesus wants to sanctify us so that our spirit is sanctified then our minds will be open to what He wants to uh, speak to us. So, that's the first prayer that Jesus has, that we will be protected from the influence of the world so that we can fulfill His plan and purpose on earth. Number two, Jesus prayed that we will be protected from Satan, from the evil one. Verse 15, John 17, 15. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I'm not of it. 
So we know that the evil one is working in this world. And I mentioned uh, uh, previously that many of us, we, we don't notice his presence as if this scripture is just talking to, to the air. But yet the word of God is so clear that Satan is in this world and Jesus is praying that we be protected. And it's important that we know his schemes. Otherwise, we fall into his schemes. We are under his manipulation. We don't even know. And that's why we spend several weeks to talk about the defilement of the spirit. Because we don't want to be used by him. And uh, it says here, so that all of them may be one father, just as you are in me and I am in you. So the oneness that Jesus pray about is not the gathering of the people of God because we believe in Jesus. That's why we gather in a church. But then this one has his own ways. That one has different ways. And this one has his thinking. That one has his... But we believe in Jesus. We come here, we sing song, and then we go our way. No. The oneness that Jesus talked about, he said, just as I... And one with you, Father, may they be one. So the kind of oneness that Jesus talked about, unity that Jesus talked about, is in mind and in spirit. Jesus came to this world to do the will of the Father. He speak what the fathers speak. He laid down his will so that he can do the Father's will. So that kind of absolute unity, it comes about by submission and obedience. And so in order for us to enter into this oneness so that we are protected from the evil one, so that we will not be manipulated by him to cause division, so that we will not be so indifferent but yet together. And we do not have the power, we do not have the united uh, unity to advance the kingdom of God, which is what we're here for. So it comes by submission. It comes by obedience. Jesus was submitted to the Father. He said, not my will, but your will be done. He obeyed what the fathers do, even the death on the cross. So in order for us to enter into that kind of unity, our hearts are being so sanctified, we submit to one another. We obey. We protect the unity of the Spirit so that we have one mind, one purpose, that is to advance the kingdom of God. So Jesus prayed for us to be protected from the world, protected from Satan, and he gave us his name to protect us so that we will be united. Let's read it in verse 11. I will remain in the world no longer, but they are still in the world. And I am coming to you, Holy Father. Protect them by the power of your name. The name you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. So we are protected by the name of Jesus so that we may be one. How did Jesus get that name? How did Jesus have power? In that name, 
Philippians tells us in chapter 2, Philippians verse 8 to 11, he said, And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on the cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, that every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So Jesus entered that power in his name because he's willing to humble himself. He's willing to die even the death on the cross, obedient. And therefore he entered into that name. So in order for us to enter into the power that's in the name of Jesus, to be protected, we also need to walk the same way. We also need to walk in humility before God. Willing to lay down ourselves, our self-will and, and ways so that we may walk in His way, even the death on the cross. So if we walk in disobedience, we want to do our own ways, we are not humbling ourselves, we are hardened, we cannot enter into the power in that name. You can pray in the name of Jesus, but there is no power in that name. When we enter into the power of that name that God has given to protect us, that's because we walk in obedience, we walk in humility, we walk in submission. We deny ourselves. We carry the cross. So that comes to the last thing. Jesus sanctified us through the power of the cross. The power of the cross. Look at Ephesians 2, verse 15 to 18. Ephesians 2, verse 15. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace, and in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross by which he put to death their hostility. He came and preached peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. So it's through the power of the cross he's able to put to death the hostility between these two men, the Jew and the Gentiles. The sort of animosity, the sort of indifferences, uh, the, uh, that they have, the sort of division, hostility that they have. Through the power of the cross, they are brought together in one. In one. So Jesus is telling us, yes, in this world, the, the, the world is influencing us. Satan is trying to attack us. People is trying to influence us. No matter what the problem is, the hurts, the division, the hostility, the anger, there's one solution, and that's the power of the cross. So when we are willing to walk in submission, walk in obedience, walk in the way of the cross, no matter how great the hostility is, Jesus brought peace. 
he reconciled the two men into one. And that's why for those of us in church, when we desire God, when we want to obey God and walk in His way, whenever there is conflicts, our utmost importance is to bring about reconciliation and oneness. Not division. Oh, not what I want. Not what I like. Not what I feel good. No, nothing. It's not about what I want. No. It's the cross. It's Jesus. It's His mind. It's will. It's His purpose. It's not to allow Satan to use us to bring division. That's what Satan wanted to do. But when our spirit is being sanctified, when our spirit is pure, we resist Satan. Satan will flee. Look at James. Uh, look at uh, this verse in James 4, verse 7 to 8. James 4, verse 7 to 8. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and He will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. So you see, when we are double-minded, when we want our ways, when we know God's way, so we're struggling. You know, Satan is already coming in. And many times people just obey what they want. It brings about division. It brings about death, destruction. But when our spirit is sanctified, is holy, we, we only want what God wants. So we are single-minded, not double-minded. How? Because we submit. We humble ourselves. We lay down our will what we desire. And we say, God, it's you. It's you that we want. It's you that we're after. And as a result, we're able to let go so that God's plan, we're, we're united with Him in mind, in spirit, in purpose. We're united with one another who also desire God's will and God's plan and God's purpose. And so when we have that kind of purity in our spirit. We resist the devil, he will flee. But if we don't, if we want our own way, if we are double-minded, you know, you pray, but in the end you do what you want. You may pray sounds so, so holy, but when you're double-minded, you will do what God, uh, what, what your heart's desire. But when we are able to let go follow Jesus, then we will be protected. Our hearts will be purified. And that's why he said, wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. So God wants to protect our hearts. Want our hearts to be purified, sanctified, so that we can do His will and not allow Satan to come in to bring division in the church among one another in our relationship. So tonight we learn some 
great lessons. This is a prayer of Jesus before he was crucified. This is what is in his heart, like his last word to us. He wants to see unity. He prayed that we will be protected so that unity will prevail. He prayed that our hearts will not be defiled by the word, the influence of the world. We will know who we are. We are not of the world. We're here for our purpose. At no time we are to want our ways but to fulfill his purpose. The reason why we are sent into this world. And he prayed that we'll be protected from the evil one who also want to defile our hearts so that we cannot fulfill and, 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 and obey God. But he gave us his name, the power in his name. So when we walk in humility, we walk in obedience, submission. We enter into that glory. We enter into the power of that name. And then the power of the cross. Whatever hostility is there, when we carry the cross, we're willing to lay down our own will. There is always reconciliation. There is always unity. And God will cleanse our heart, protect us from the evil one so that his name be glorified. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for the revelation that comes from your word that when our hearts are sanctified, the result will be unity because we've given ourselves to serve you, to submit to your will, to be obedient to, to what you want, so that your name be glorified. So, minister to your people. Through your word, sanctify us, sanctify our hearts, so that we will, your word will just be planted in us, so that, so that whatever situation we are going through, we just think and know that your purpose is that unity, would be prevailed because the enemies want to bring division. But you are there to protect us so that the plan and purpose can be fulfilled. God, do that deep work in this church, oh God, in the life of your people. May your words continue to abide in our hearts. We thank you. We bless you. We give you all the glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. God bless you. We'll see you again next week. Bye-bye.